0: Warning this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised.
1: Going live in five, four.
0: What does live mean?
1: Uh uh-huh. Welcome to the Remwin Podcast. I'm your host Jack
0: and i'm christina
1: and this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas ever fathomed by the human brain like what like stuff a lot of it
0: Uh uh-huh
1: amazing sums of stuff Mm mm-hmm some of this stuff is amazing stuff. It's not just normal stuff. There's normal stuff. There's actually some kind of lame stuff, too. Yeah.
0: There's, there's a lot of okay. varieties of stuff. There's <laughs> uh-huh. a lot
1: of varieties of stuff. It's, it's the world. It's Earth. There's a lot of stuff. But some of the stuff is really high caliber stuff. And that stuff, that stuff is a bunch are you ready for it what old stuff
0: okay (laughs) what Uh uh-huh
1: a lot of old stuff so let me begin i was on my road towards investigating some unicorns yay you know Mm -hmm. that was the plan that was the goal that was the original thought that i began this quest with and i decided hey let's start this search on this path and i'm sure i i I at some point began investigating unicorns i'm sure that began Mm -hmm. i don't know how far i got
0: because you straight away
1: i've no I, i maybe i don't know where i began where i landed
0: you don't know how you landed at where you're at?
1: Yes. I began at Unicorns. I've been trying to, I've been trying to retrace my steps. I don't know how I got there. But at some point I come across a single thing. The equator. I'm like, okay, yes, I'm familiar with the equator. Sweet.
0: What?
1: The equator. I'm like, whoa. How did you get
0: from one to the other? Well, okay.
1: No idea. But as I am investigating the equator Or not investigating the equator, but as I come across the equator, what I come across specifically relating to the equator is that it shifts gradually, but at some point it shifted dramatically. Mm -hmm. And this lines up kind of neatly with a bunch of ancient civilization monuments.
2: I don't understand.
1: Neither do I. Okay. So take a look at this image. Okay. That is Earth. Yeah. And that is the new equator. Well, that's the old equator, my bad. The that's the equator. equator that's new to you. <laughs> that's your new equator. But that's the old equator. That's if you follow the rotation of the Earth and how it's spun and all whatnot. Uh-huh. Far back enough, you land here. Okay. But what? that means that the Earth was also impacted at a random moment by a comet that altered its speed and rotation just enough to tilt it to where it is now. And? And two, there was a string of monuments lining up just along the entire equator encircling the Earth.
0: The old equator? The old mm-hmm. equator. Were there people alive back then, when it was the old equator? Don't know.
1: The people that settled along the old equator are people who were alive before the old equator. I mean, after the old equator long it ceased existing, without the means to find out what the old equator was.
0: What? How's that possible?
1: There is, in fact, a list. They call it the Great Circle. And all these monuments exist along that equator.
0: The one that they were not even aware of. The one they they couldn't have known of. Like, (sighs) I don't understand. I
1: don't either. All of these monuments, the Naga Temple. Easter Island, Machu Picchu, the Great Pyramid of
2: Giza—just
1: mm-hmm. a bunch That's... of a bunch of it, all of it, all of the important things, all the things that are important—are along the same line.
0: The line that doesn't actually exist.
1: A line that doesn't actually exist. There's no way they knew it existed. They just—they were surrounding a line. But then, just a couple of years ago, a scientist discovers that there was an old equator. You trace far back enough. Taking into account the impacts we can track and taking into account the rotation of the earth where it is now, where we can track it was, thus telling us where it would be Mm -hmm. in reverse time, I guess. You throw all those calculations in and you end up where it's going to be in the past. Or where it was, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Where it was. And what you end up with is a line that falls on top of all of these monuments and statues and some our entire civilizations.
0: But these happened after,
1: way after. Way after. We're talking that the old equator is Howard. 480 million years ago, okay. and that the people who somehow all aligned themselves with it were about the furthest back, 12,000 years ago.
0: Okay, but they're not all in the same time either, right? I, Where are they?
1: A lot of them are
0: around the same time.
1: Now, a lot of these monuments are are spread out in 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 age by quite a bit. They're really really old by huge margins, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are also quite recent. And it's like, how did you accomplish?
0: So was it random? Because at... it's not like they they could have talked to each other or anything. Or could they have? How?
1: Well, that would be the question, right? The question would be, if in fact the, this was intentional, how was it orchestrated surrounding the Earth?
0: mm mm-hmm. You have an answer to that? <laughs> okay.
1: So in order to figure out what's going on, we got to go further back in time, right? we got to go back to see where the old equator lands, trace everything that happens, and see kind of where it falls. So things we do know. Roughly about 450 million years ago was the line where it fell, fell most exact over a list of over 20 different monuments. Uh-huh. And now the, Mali, the monuments are spread out through mm. thousands, hundreds of thousands of years sometimes. like so some there's befo- no way. Some before we believe people existed
0: what you're saying They're that they're so old
1: yeah that it's like okay we know that people must have made this but how old it tells us they are must destroy our understanding of like where humanity began or some crap like that you know okay so some of those are that there's a lot of gaps here a lot of missing information we just know that somehow throughout the course of time people have aligned again sometimes they were at the same time but a lot of the time they weren't I
2: don't understand how
1: Weird, a line just encircling the Earth. So, some key places that this touches include Europe, India, Australia. So you got to orient the Earth in such a way that this line is going to cross these points. The equator we have runs from our proverbial left to right. If you look at our traditional map, it's just slightly slanted. Like it starts to lower United Wait, States the and heads current like one? yeah, the current equator. Oh but you'd have to tilt this almost vertically mm-hmm. to go through England to go through mm-hmm. uh uh India to go through Australia okay never really weird line
0: that is very weird
1: that is strange well, but that's how everything is rotating right yeah so and this pushes the north pole and the south pole onto the equator
0: what do you mean Wait, they're those on they the would equator? have landed on the equator.
1: There, that's a consistent oh. temperature at all times, mm. which is proven with the fact that it has been shown that both the North and South Pole were, uh, you know, geologists have not discovered long ago that the there were there were rainforests there.
0: Were there people there?
1: Were there people? There?
0: <laughs> yeah, they haven't found any ancient anything on those parts of the world.
1: Ah, uh, well that's an argument for a different <laughs> day, <laughs> oh. but there is a lot on how that's kind of question whether or not there is or isn't. There's some evidence that but it could have been left afterwards or by travelers coming through in much later years. Hmm. And preserve the, the problem is being preserved obscures your time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it
1: becomes difficult to say whether it was this long ago or this long ago. But there were rainforests there. Now.
0: What a ridiculous line! Yeah, it's.
1: It gets more ridiculous than that. It gets so much more ridiculous than that. How? Okay. Here is the pyramid
0: of Giza. Mm. Okay.
1: There is a beautiful line from the tip of all of them. Okay. That is the tip of each one is aligning perfectly to a constellation. I believe this is Orion, and so weird the weirder part is that the coordinates I believe for longitude towards north or something like that what is twenty nine point nine seven nine two four five okay, whatever, but the speed of light. Is two
0: nine nine seven nine
1: two four five eight? Stop lying. What? So (laughs) These are just some interesting tidbits about something that lands on the equator. Now, we already had theories about there being ancient civilizations and usually that it aims make... towards the Mayans or it aims towards the Egyptians. Like, so this is It lining funny. up,
0: does like, that make sense? It's possible they see the stars? It's, uh, it looks doable. It makes sense that that's possible. Yes. But the coordinates matching up to the speed of light? How
1: would they know? How would they know? How would they... This suggests that they had knowledge that was discovered and or invented thousands of years later.
0: What were they doing with that knowledge? What would that help them with? What? Were, what? How? And why? And what? <laughs>
1: the problem is, if they have this information, that means they have the capacity to acquire this information, which means they were way more advanced than we thought they were.
0: What were they doing with that information, though?
1: Interesting, though.
0: No? Were they space travelers? So this is where we're getting to.
1: The point, I think, is that we're talking about highly advanced civilizations. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, they're probably space travelers, too. Come on, this is crazy, but.
0: This is crazy. I mean, yeah.
1: we have, we're not space travelers when we have the speed of light. We understand the speed of light.
0: We're traveling in space, or at least above locally.
1: Us. Yeah, locally, and we're we're probing a little farther, I suppose. So, most of this information is totally impossible that they had based on what we understand. Which means we, we don't understand, understand nothing.
0: nothing. We don't understand anything. Yeah,
1: that's the usual conclusion. Yeah, but they should, in theory, possess in order to accomplish these things knowledge about geometry and knowledge about uh, uh, physics and mathematics in general that was invented or discovered much later. That we believe we invented and discovered recently.
0: Yes, we're wrong.
1: But we're wrong because they clearly had it, which means they were about or at least as good as we were with evidence. They were as developed as we were with evidence. Mm-hmm. What is that? And we can, I don't know why when we think back, we think back at outdated people. This information is, again, I'm framing it in a way that's just changing how you're thinking of something you've been told a million times. Everybody knows this information. But when I word it the way I've worded it, it's suddenly like, wait, they were like us exactly. Yeah. But way back then.
2: Hmm. Not
1: too different. No. They had our exact capacity, our our bare minimum, our knowledge, understanding of how the universe works Mm -hmm. in their hands.
0: That is so weird. That is weird. Because you think like, yeah, they're...
1: They're long ago. They're long ago. So And we call them, you know, we call them uh, advanced civilizations, but in comparison to old civilizations... We're like, okay, they were, you know, this is a very, de- we use words like developed. They were well developed. Mm-hmm. But we don't like, no. No, no, no. They understood. They got it, man.
0: They got the speed of light. How does that make sense?
1: That's, yes, that's high advanced science. Mm-hmm. They acquired things we're holding up now as prize, proud possessions. We don't of our have discovery. any of their
0: whatever they were studying like books or anything they their papers can we translate anything
1: we have things that survived time papers would be swallowed up so immediately
0: no books
1: no we got things drawn on the wall we got you know rocks carved into things
0: So none of that means anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, things that withstand long periods of time as opposed to... Now, this brings up an interesting different idea, which is maybe a lot of the time... I mean, we build statues just to remember things, but statues tend to be like some of the stronger things that withstand time. Like a flag is going to dissolve quickly. This this is going to be eaten up. It's going to become just organic matter for something.
0: Mm Simple.
1: Simple. Rock, statues, things like that, monuments. The things that get left behind, these giant pyramids. All that stuff. No, that survives time. Maybe the point of that is to leave information behind.
0: Yes. Well some for some reason because of the whole speed of light thing, that reminded me of the thing we sent into space. Like what if that's what the pyramids are? Like we're not meant to understand what's in the pyramids, all those sim the what are they called? The Symbols that they write on the walls,
2: hieroglyphs.
0: Yes, what if that's for aliens?
1: What if that's for aliens? So I the, mean, the for ones other we can't decipher outside, yeah, like ones we can't figure out, the ones yeah. we couldn't decipher. Fair enough.
0: Like, what if they really believed there was life outside, even if there wasn't <laughs> like
1: they were doing what we were doing?
0: Yes, like we throw things in space hoping to find someone.
1: They were out exploring. They were sending messages. Yes. Except they got way more clever about it. They designed the pyramids. Maybe the pyramids were a physical manifestation of something. Letting space know. That we're here. Yes, we're here. Look at what we... This is how well we understand that you're out there. Look at what we did.
0: Yeah. They not only knew science they believe in aliens
1: they believed in aliens not only did they believe in aliens they were making taking active steps to communicate
0: Mm Hmm. were everything else on this line doing the same thing though because this is one great example of it but what about everything else that's on that line
1: okay everything on this line is one of these weird monuments like Don't hinge or something like that that they're a clock that somehow aligns with all the uh the constellations in a certain order uh the ones that calculate an entire year and it's a single location um just impossible feats of knowledge that shouldn't have we don't one we don't know how it was built Mm -hmm. thus showing advanced construction knowledge and two we the symbology of it is so advanced that we are definitely not understanding what the hell it means which is probably some form of communication the ones we don't get is probably because we just haven't discovered that level because
0: it's not for us anyway
1: but we're eventually going to get there anyways where where it'll make sense Hmm. like right now we can look at the pyramids and be like ah ah look at that we can see the pattern we get it all that's advanced yeah but If we're just cavemen, we don't get it. No. And a bunch of cavemen must have stumbled upon these things and been like, okay, whatever. (laughs) But we get curious. We start excavating. We're like, what? Oh, there's something here. Fascinating. As we get through, we discover, oh, wow, there's a pattern. It is aligned perfectly with this constellation. Interesting. That
2: is interesting. That's so, as we weird. advanced, so
1: did they. As they, oh, first we didn't even know how they built it. And I was like, how the hell did they do this? And mm-hmm. wow, they were way more advanced than we thought. What? But they were all this way.
0: All of them. And it's all, it of all them. different time periods. That's what's strange. All different
1: time periods.
0: Different time periods, different how locations.
1: Or are they doing it? So, that we, we're just a little blip of the many times this has come and gone.
0: It makes sense. We're as obsessed with science, like, eventually every civilization gets to that point where they want to know what's out there. And, like, how do we say hi, I guess, is the next step to that.
1: Yeah. Reaching out, using it. It's so complicated, right? Because they're also recording information. This is just imagine the complex nature of this. They are informing aliens because of the size and magnitude and complexity of the structure visible from space. You can see this magnificent thing.
0: But well, what does the equator have to do with anything?
1: Well, I, this is a really weird thing, right? Wait,
0: yes, because, like, what about all the other civilizations?
1: Well, the same thing applies here uh, across the board.
0: Not on this line. I mean, like, all the other.
1: Well, that's what's really weird, right? The minority of them exist off of it. All the ones we consider advanced civilizations in any manner, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. minus two or three outliers, seem to primarily exist along that ancient equator
0: line. Okay, but the ones that are outside of it. Do they also seem to be this type of thing of, like, hey, space?
1: Okay. One, yes. It seems consistent across the board with all the more ancient ones. There seems to be messaging through size. Mm -hmm. And engraving really complex levels of information. Again, with the pyramids as an example. They're used... To record information as much as to create a signal. So they're they're letting whatever can see it know we have advanced construction. We know advanced science. Mm -hmm. And it records the information of that constellation. As well as places them directly where something like the speed of light. So look, we have this level of information. If you've acquired this much, this is one we haven't gone beyond. Hmm. Look, we're this advanced. That's yeah. how they're communicating so much. Yeah, with placement, with size, and the the following argument would be that the way the stones are laid themselves is also conveying some next level of information. That hmm. all the monuments follow this logic. As we become more advanced through through our own courses in civilization, we'll sort of level up and find the next understanding of what the next rock meant, what the next big stone left over there was. We're going to be like, ah, we get it because we just got there ourselves. We discovered the thing.
0: Yeah. But you're saying also the places outside of this line are doing the same thing.
1: The places outside of this line have two interesting constants that seem to apply to all of them, including everything in Mexico and Brazil. Which I say because primarily in Mexico and Brazil. It seems that all of the infer... It seems they're highly advanced. But nothing screaming into the void whatever was happening over there had everybody fleeing like we said before there was the sudden absence of people from the mayan temples and the entire mayan civilization subsequently suddenly Uh okay This happens over and over through a bunch of the ancient Brazilian civilizations as well. Mass evacuations and sudden disappearances of entire civilizations that are just gone. But they were all about as developed as would have to be for the ones that land on the equator. Or the ancient equator.
0: Is this... No, but these places are on the new equator.
1: These places do not land on an equator.
0: Okay. Okay. Not old, not new.
1: These places don't land on an equator at all. Oh, okay. I'm sure at some point in time they must have. Everything must land on the equator eventually. It slowly rotates along the entirety of the planet.
2: Hmm. But
1: the fact that there was an alignment to an exact moment of one is an amazing feat done throughout time. Strange.
2: That is
0: strange.
1: With civilizations we did not know had the knowledge required to do so. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. We're trying to speak to aliens, maybe.
1: I believe the best example of that, which is why I keep coming back to it, because I find it the most fascinating and it seems to show the most information, is the pyramids. The pyramids. Hmm. That's a lot. You're recording information, you're showing information, quite specifically to large bits of information, constellations, thus understanding of space and the... Uh, Speed of light, explaining understanding of physics. You're showing... What? And understanding how the world is round, you're conveying that through showing coordinates in the first place.
0: What's the chance that it's coincidence that the coordinates, the coordination that matches up so well with the speed of light?
1: Um, That's highly exact.
0: Yeah. But it's not equal it's not the same it's just it's the same numbers
1: yes okay but it's
0: not you know so
1: the
2: <gasps>
1: tip of the tallest pyramid lands to the millionth decimal point that is amazing
0: <laughs> that is weird. okay yep so what were the other places like though
1: it was just all the monuments we are used to.
0: Oh, okay. It's
1: just a bunch of trivial crap that we don't understand for the most part. A bunch of ancient, advanced messaging systems, presumably, based on the logic we're following. hmm That, I guess, ultimately resulted. Now, the the pattern here is that there, anyone that was along this exact line was reaching outward and anybody who wasn't on this line was reaching inward what's the disparity with what's happening here which is also familiar again everybody discusses the mayan evacuation and the disappearances of the people like them just kind of vanishing from either large famines or something that collapse all of society very quickly
0: that's possible
1: yeah like it's discussed very often but the, the without a trace part is the, the complex nature there, which is peop- why people suggest there must be mass grave systems underneath, which is why there's no trace of where the people went, because they would just continuously bury mm-hmm. everybody within these structures that we're not going to destroy trying to get to.
0: Oh, okay. Like, people were dying.
1: Yeah, the people disappeared. By weird plague. But they don't know people were dying. People just vanished.
0: Mm-hmm. But a theory is that they just died.
1: Yeah, a theory is that maybe it's famine or some plague or something pretty dark hit them, and they probably have mass grave systems underneath. That with our advancing technologies, we'll be able to excavate without destroying anything. and Eventually, truly witness and see. But that's mm-hmm. the ongoing theory that that's probably really what happened. Yeah, that they're just all down there, catacombs hmm. that stretch on to forever.
0: Huh. I just understand why these places, the old. Um, the old line and yes. why the new line isn't doing the same
1: why the people on the line just continued to change and evolve and move on i do not know i do not know it's very 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 strange that, that happens at
2: all hmm.
1: that's it's haunting to me that this is the case it's and again it's just information that we have c- casually laying around anybody can just look this up and see but what? Why isn't this like more of a interesting pursuit? I guess. How?
0: What? It's so weird because it's on the equator. Like the equator has the least um, time. Like, isn't their nighttime less than the other the rest of the world?
1: No, the equator is. Wait, their nighttime is less. Yeah, I think yeah. the equator gets more light.
0: Yeah, the so like hotter for them to be so obsessed with the. Or maybe that's why they're so obsessed with the night.
1: Or I guess it's not necessarily that the... I guess the equator is hot, right? Because the equator has the most consistent temperature, I believe, is the case. Or it's the turning point. I
0: thought it was the... Yeah, but I feel like it is the hottest point.
1: For us. But you gotta... One, you're spinning the Earth a different way.
0: So you think it was different?
1: Yeah, it would have to be. Hmm. Because the sun is still Hmm. in the same location relative to where the Earth is. You're just changing how the Earth is spinning.
0: So you think they had more time in the night instead?
1: It depends how the Earth rotates relative to the sun. I got to see the rotation and where the sun (laughs) rests relative to Earth to answer that.
0: Because that would make sense of why maybe they're way more into space and stuff if they had spent way more time or way little time at night. Like, to become obsessed with that. I don't know.
1: If they had longer nights?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have they had longer nights?
1: Could definitely be the case. So, first, how did we get to a point where the equator shifted so dramatically? The first theory is that there was a comet of some sort. Of course. That at some point hit the Earth. Uh-huh. That is the ongoing, this is how we got from here, to a point A, point B, hit it hard enough to force a little bit of quicker before the pull of the moon settled us again. Oh, okay. That was just a little, you know, a small enough rock with enough speed. Bloop. It tilts just a tiny little bit, but the moon is more powerful. So the moon's going to stop it, but the wobble just kind of, you, you you moved it enough that a little spin happened before it totally stopped and now has a new rotation.
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever
1: the case might be. So that 100% alters the rotation, changes it from one set to the other. You turn, changes the amount of degrees required. And.
0: There's more than one theory?
1: Well, this is the important theory because it lines up with everything. This specific theory falls along with the fact that we can prove there were rainforests in the Arctic and Antarctic. Mm. Okay. Because if they were getting consistent light if the equator is the line that's getting the most heat. Yeah. If that's the case, then that wasn't frozen. The poles would be what we look at a map and think of as left is right and right now Mm -hmm. that would fall more accurately those would be frozen over getting the least amount of sunlight on average
2: Hmm. or unless
1: the sun was located in those positions i guess that would be just if the sun was located towards the north pole but our equator was what it still is right now the north pole would be a hellscape the south pole would be a frozen shitstorm that nobody could live on and the equator that exists now would be the most balanced temperature relative
0: if the sun was
1: directly on top of where we consider to be the north pole right now oh okay so we can still have an equator that doesn't fall where the sun is the sun could just be on top of us the equator is the turning point
0: mm-hmm. so
1: the line you would draw is to where the earth is turning by so we can put the sun on top And so now this shit's still getting blasted, but it never ends.
0: And I really thought that both poles, though, were.
1: No, well, right now both our poles are frozen. I'm trying to visualize where the sun lands, right? Because both our poles are frozen now, but they were both rainforests before. So, however the turn is, it was still facing. It's directly opposite. It shifted just enough so that the rotation was sending all of those things to face the sun consistently. Somehow we just ended up in the same situation. That's weird. It's weird that it happened that way. It almost feels designed.
0: Is that a theory?
1: No, but like, I think I just invented my own. It feels too intentional to be almost polar opposite. It's too exact. (gasps) Coincidences of Earth.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: So... Weirdly enough, the uh, change in rotation, the beginning of rotating periods, the beginning of other rotating periods led me down the rabbit hole of looking into the shifting tides of Earth
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how ice ages come and go and how information gets lost as the Earth gets shifted. So some of this knowledge gets obscured and it becomes harder to tell what the original intention for a lot of this stuff was.
2: Yeah. hmm.
1: the comet hits shifts from where we were over millions of years gradually being slowed down but over it took millions of years to slow down but eventually it did slow down but again over the course of millions of years but it was tilted already the change was there it was already affected 480 million years ago it was here and over many millions of years, it slowly slowed and slowed and slowed, and it went exactly 90 degrees before it stopped. Boom. And now the rotation is the other way. It spun, and spun, and spun until 90 degrees, and it just it's, it slowed down more and more and more, and that's where it's finally stopped and settled, and now we have a different equator, probably by comet. But in that amount of time, The poles begin to shift as heat begins to shift and everything starts to change and the planet's temperatures start to move around and we get new tropical areas. Our
0: line is exactly the opposite or no?
1: Yeah. If you were to be, um, not to, luckily, no, it's not an exact line (laughs) difference, but close.
2: Mm -hmm. It's
1: pretty close. If you were to look at it at a distance and draw the two equators you'd be like ow and presumably it hasn't stopped shifting maybe it will hit the exact 90 at some point it's just we got to look at this in a millions of years mm. scope as opposed to our blip When it reaches
0: it i wonder if we're gonna be starting we're gonna start to see people do weird things on that side or what if there are things on that side have we looked? I mean, yeah, I guess we have. And that's why we see places with stuff that's not on the equator or the old equator. But it's not on the new one either. But maybe one day it will be.
1: Maybe. Maybe. So the argument would be, has the Earth already gone through a phase in which every point has been on the equator or are there many points left? When we think of the 90 degree we're going to hit. Was there a 80 degree before that? Has it? Are we close to completing a circle? How far from a full circle are we? Yeah. You know? That's the ultimate question. We don't really know how far along <laughs> that line. So it's possible that we either have more to go. Because it's going to keep changing forever. That's mm-hmm. the nature of a random spinning sphere. Yeah. Like it's eventually going to be everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But has it already. Mm-hmm. And would that explain these other locations? Because there are arguments in that favor, but also it looks like the equator is essentially a lifeline towards the opposite of a death line when you think about it. Anything that, la- the further away from the equator you are, the more hostile the environment is going to be. That's why right now the North and South Pole are inhospitable. But when they were on the equator, we had two locations that were inhospitable that weren't on the equator. And that's always going to be the case. Every point on Earth as it continues to spin is eventually going to be an inhospitable shithole that's totally going to be frozen over.
0: mm mm-hmm. Where was the old North and South Pole?
1: <laughs> okay, so after looking at it,
0: after looking at a globe.
1: After looking at a globe, the poles end up in such a way that the... That one of the poles is South Africa, and the other one of the poles, it's somewhere in the North Pacific. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Those would have been cold?
1: Those would have been frozen over in order for a line to go through India, Australia, and Europe... And the Earth to be rotating in such a way that the North and South Pole become tropical rainforesty areas. In order for that to be the case, it was spinning along that equator, and thus the other two locations got hot because it was spinning in such a way that that was the the equator was still facing the sun. Mm-hmm. That's the requirement for the equator to be hot. It must be facing the sun. And it looks like the spin changed in such a way that that used to be the case, and now is not. So, South Africa and the North Pacific are the two extreme poles of the old equator.
0: And there's nothing in this Pacific, is there? It's just water.
1: Inside the North Pacific, nothing uh, particularly astounding, just frozen back then. Mm-hmm. but that does so wh- what have we covered so far we know that the that a lot of these structures are informative we know that the ones that don't land on the line are the least informative and tend to quickly dissolve like they were recording not screaming the ones along the line were screaming as much as they were recording although most of it seemed like it was screaming but also, we don't understand and We're just assuming they're trying to tell us something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe they are. Maybe it's both. Maybe all of them are both. But not along the equator, disappear, usually famine, starvation, some theory of a total collapse on the equator, survive, thrive, become highly advanced, and then become the people that today we know in the countries that moved on to be the places that today we know. So, weird pattern... That only exists for that moment's equator. Again, the equator has shifted and been everywhere at all times. Why are they still thriving when the equator is no longer gracing them? Those kinds of weird things are the ones we got to consider when we're looking at. This kind of stuff,
0: but why is the equator important?
1: I don't know. They just the ones that survived, the ones that were highly advanced, and the majority of these structures, all of which are built in complicated. The ones we could pre- like tell you how it was built, not on the equator. The ones that were on there, we have no idea how the hell they were put together. Something about that in line was a line of information,
0: mm-hmm. outward
1: and inward, collectively. Now. The changing of the tides, the changing of the currents that happened with the shift of the equator led to the possibility that the events of the Great Flood is... The biblical Great Flood are what was really happening. They're describing the... True nature of what happened as the polar ice caps melted and the sea levels rose dramatically, drowning essentially everything. As a redistribution of water Are people
0: happened, people alive though then.
1: Well, that's what's weird about this, right? So the change of the equator was placed somewhere where the people who built along that line that was millions of years in the past from their time all thrived there's some reason that they placed their civilization or their structures that to this day have withstood the tests of impossible amounts of time where other crap has completely disappeared Hmm. and they're all along the same line something about this has protected something about this the conditions are just right. Just something, something allows this to be the case, that these are the thriving, successful things while everything else collapsed and fall apart. And we have traces that are just hard to understand in bits and pieces, trying to piece a message together, while here we have entire messages that we just don't understand because they're too complicated.
0: It's so weird because they place their things, or at least the Egypt one, I don't know if all of them, they place it there because of the stars. It had nothing to do with the equator. It just happens that they all line up on the equator. But if they're all looking at the stars, what? What weird connection is happening?
1: Interesting, though. No? Yeah. The Egyptians yeah. have the most complicated of all the structures. Again, we have clocks. We have uh, astrologic alignments of the constellations. We have uh, tracking Uh, day cycles we have explanations of different physical uh, um you know problems in physics physics solutions equations many different things nobody is keeping up with the complicated nature of what was accomplished with the pyramids and to then lay on top that it's possible that the bricks were laid out in such a way that they themselves contain information goes back to the people of the village in, I think it was, it must have been a, uh, either a Mexican or a Brazilian civilization that keeps track of their information in knots and inches.
0: That's very strange.
1: Yes. But it, it makes me think of that. <laughs> when somebody says, the bricks are laid in such a way that they have information we're trying to decode, hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I guess I get I guess it because I have a reference point.
2: Yeah.
1: Of like, these people also did like a physical, weird, other way that isn't writing.
0: Yeah, they made something outside of what we consider normal.
1: Yeah, they they went a whole other route with it. Mm-hmm. And the, these pyramids, again, position both uh, relative to constellations and the alignment of stars and relative to specific... Like, how do you accomplish that? That's a pretty complicated one. And then you're still at the equator at the time that you're doing it. Yes. Ah. They were aligning... Yeah, they were aligning a couple of things.
0: Did they have unicorns? I still wonder how you got to from unicorns I to this. I have like, any
1: idea how the hell I got from one point in, to
0: the other. Did you talk about unicorns?
1: Maybe, but the theory and the story, as pieced together, would go that a hundred and fifty thousand years ago, the normal tides were taking place.
0: What does that mean?
1: Okay, so four hundred and eighty million years ago we were at the end of the old equator. Okay. And that from that point forward we we're moving towards the new equator.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Towards the end of that period, about a hundred and fifty thousand years ago, the Earth still had its because 'cause we're, again we're talking millions of years in scope.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The Earth in a million years barely moved Things barely changed, but still, the Earth has its normal rhythms that it goes through. Tides come in and out, seasons change, yeah. all the things that happen. So every couple of hundred thousand years, the Earth tides shift, waters recede, uh, this builds into the current ice caps, then later they melt down, fill the oceans, and the tides come back in, like infinite cycles of crap. So as we're getting towards the end, this is a weird moment where two things are happening simultaneously. We have the normal tides coming to an end, and we're reaching the end of our new equator, getting to a point where it's stabilizing as the moon's gravity is forcing us to stop. So we get where we're going about 150,000 years ago, where we're entering the end of the receding water well, i guess the beginning of the water starts receding for the new tide era and we're reaching the point where things are about to stop so there's less water than there has ever been to the point that landmasses about the size of great britain completely rose from the water. That's how far the water pulled back. It just released land masses that size. Uh-huh. But 150,000 years is a long freaking time. People spread like roaches.
0: On these lands, there aren't any lands anymore?
1: Well, they're not lands anymore. They got swallowed back about 12,000 years ago. Okay. But in that time, people spread out and went all over the place.
0: mm uh-huh.
1: Right? This this began, this process began 150,000 years ago. Uh-huh. That's where the water begins to recede. People start to notice. They start to come into these lands and settle as the water starts to go away. We're talking thousands of years past as the water keeps going back. And, oh, yeah, the water keeps going, you know, build our houses and whatever. It's the narrative of how I think the events went by.
0: And is this going to be an explanation of Atlantis or something?
1: <laughs> Literally, yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: Literally, Yes. <laughs> Because apparently, there was enough information to corroborate the existence of Atlantis for quite a while. It's just we don't have the actual proof of the place, but everything tells us there must be, in fact, an Atlantis. Factually, without a question. It must, outside of fiction. It must, outside of fiction, it's probably there. And they were probably advanced. That's probably a real place. Why? Why? everything lines up they seem to have been the most advanced out of all these civilizations and it landed precisely in the persian gulf that happens to be on the line and all mm-hmm. the underwater monuments we have found for the oversized civilization that we don't really have any info it are all in the persian gulf all of that was in there so they had the clocks they had the uh this, they had space mapped out in the constellations they had designs for batteries on the pyramids that they had and inscribed on um there's some stone walkways that go in their direction that they had pillars of i'm sure you've seen the photos of them it's like they, they just go in the into water? the water yeah it's like I pillars that just walk into the water okay and they had that wasn't water before it was yeah. just dry land
0: but there's no- nothing there now. There's
1: nothing there now because as the... Wa- you gotta understand, the Persian Gulf is also in the cross-section of four rivers. Yeah. The water didn't rise around you. Rivers f- raced towards you.
0: Okay, but there's no... Nothing in there now. There's not people Couldn't living... Be.
1: The amount of
0: pressure
1: <laughs> that the water slammed into that place with.
0: Why did you slam into it?
1: Because it was rivers
0: yeah but this slowly happened if it slowly became land it slowly became water
1: well the problem is that we're you're just thinking of the equator Mm -hmm. we're also counting the fact that the waters are receding and that we're entering a period of uh, so One hundred fifty thousand years ago the water pulled back the people settled these events that are then going to collapse the society happen about 70,000 years ago when we're still reaching the very end, but now we've totally swapped uh uh poles. Things in the previous poles are so hot that they're just falling into the water in giant chunks. Mm-hmm. They're that hot. At the same time, the water is at halfway now. It's coming back anyways. Hmm. So the water starts to come back in as it naturally leaves, and then comes back in at the sit. So usually they go and become the polar ice caps. The polar ice caps collapse over time, fall back into the water. This is how it naturally happens over millions of or thousands of years. But the course of the equator changing happened over millions of years and was resulting in the same thing. The previous, but it's collapsing the previous polar caps completely in order to make new ones. At the same moment that those were already going to break down a little to follow its normal. So you got twice the force of these polar ice caps completely collapsing, falling apart, and melting into nothingness, hitting the water all in one shot. This then leads to the biblical flood that we find out about. Mm -hmm. When that happens about 12,000 years ago. Now, again, the waves start coming back. the, 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 The pressure, the current... The tide returns about 70,000 years ago, but it starts slowly. And these things start to line up, and the thousands of years start to line up with the millions of years where they hit the one moment where on both South Africa and the North Pacific, these previously frozen points are so gone. And they're just collapsing and falling in huge chunks into the water back to back to back to back to back. There's just pure sunlight hitting them all the time now. That's just falling apart, hitting the water, water levels rising like crazy. But anything not touching any of the coasts is safe to some degree Mm -hmm. because water will rise slowly around you. You can run away from that if you are along the old equator.
0: Uh huh.
2: So
1: you're alive, you're safe, you're dodging all of the giant waves from all the colossal so ice that's falling, the, except the people the in equator. the Gulf. No, everybody who is not in, anybody who is in the old equator survived. Uh-huh. Because they're dod- every, there's nothing but land stopping them. There's land and stop and land and stop and land. So the water hits and falls and hits and falls. Okay. It's collapsing around them. They're safe. It becomes problematic specifically for the Persian Gulf, where you are connected to the oceans, even if you yourself are very, very, very far from them. And as the water over there in West Hell Mm -hmm. starts rushing down that river from one side, and over here in North Hell starts rushing down your way, and one from the south and the one from the east are all rushing. Everybody around you is fine, but you're... Where there wasn't even water. There's just crevices from the previous time that there was nothing but water there. And you set your home there. You set your civilization there. You developed into the most advanced civilization of that time. And you were the closest to the very center of that equator. What a weird coincidence. The closer you were, the more advanced you were. And also the safer you were. Except you, the closest to touch it. Okay. Except you the closest to touch that line. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Everybody else stationed themselves around it. You who falls on the line. Gone. You're in a place where all of the worst is going to hit you. No trace of your existence. Rivers with the pressure of the oceans raced at you. Mm -hmm. And then gone and there's nothing left and you are just a story but yeah there was probably definitely something there and it would probably really advanced and they were probably more advanced than the most advanced that we're looking at which seems to be bare minimum about as advanced as we are and we still wouldn't be able to do what they accomplished so they were probably more advanced than we are which are the but Egyptians there's no, proof. no but yeah there's a bunch of just
0: i mean there's proof that there was civilization. civilization there, we can't prove it. how advanced they were yeah
1: based on all the other things, how it lines up, you would suggest that, yeah, I guess, in theory. Okay. Then it's the only ones who didn't make it. Yeah. The ones who touch the line mm. don't make it. The ones surrounding the line do really phenomenally well. And the ones furthest from the line go away with a whimper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What does that mean relative to that line what's happening with that old equator why where why does being I don't there know. it
0: seems really random
1: that the problem is if it's really random then the entire assortment of civilizations that built everything along that line at totally random moments all just happen to do the most complex known the man thing at the same spot
0: Yes. I I don't know. It doesn't make
1: sense. It breaks logic to some degree. Because we're not sure what it is we're even discussing at this point. How? Why? What's the ultimate goal? What information are you trying to convey? What information are you trying to record?
0: Where did they get that information?
2: Where
1: did they get the information? Yeah. So as the water comes up, people flee. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: People spread out. The idea is that the civilizations that settled along the line the old equator
2: mhm uh
1: if it was by total random chance did so because it was also simultaneously the safest place and they were who would survive the great flood that overtook the earth and by being on that old equator it's not that the earth was spinning in that axis but rather that that old equator just happens to be along a line that's safest
0: but were they around the time the flooding was even happening
1: yes they are the civilizations that immediately follow the flood. Ancient Egypt, Jerusalem, all the Bible people, all of that follows the Great Flood, which kind of falls perfectly with where history tells us it would be that we got flooded.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That that does line up clean the fact that there was an actual flood we can calculate and that happened roughly around the time that it happened biblically. And then we have these advanced civilizations station themselves. Then something within that thousand year period happens where these people get or I guess the problem is they had the knowledge, but they lost all the everything else. So they have to recreate along where they are. We're gonna we're gonna fall apart at some point because we've lost what we were. Because of this crazy flood that hit us. So they made settlements that then evolved into Egypt. Settlements that then evolved into whatever the hell made the Machu Picchu thing. You know, these things along the equator. They made the settlements that happened and became advanced with what they had from the previous people that they were. And they left the signals or messages or whatever probably... Not even reaching out to space, but more, just like this is what we were capable of before, before the flood. This is a this is a capacity of our people. These monuments are how great we really are capable of being.
0: But they did that after the flood.
1: After the well, all of these civilizations come after the flood.
0: Okay. Hmm. Well, what does that one place that is might have been flooded have to do with anything?
1: What place that might have been flooded?
0: The one in the middle of the line. That,
1: that would have been Atlantis. That would have been the most advanced of them all. Um, but something about it being dead on the line prevented it from being safe like all the others. Mm. As opposed to all the things that are surrounding that line. As opposed to all the things that are surrounding that one. Anyways, I thought that that was kind of crazy that we have this old equator that has a bunch of monuments and uh, old ancient sculptures and fascinating things that we can't unravel or understand by any means.
0: Very interesting. Very and they weird.
1: all land on a line that they could not have had information for unless they were significantly more advanced than we thought. Probably as advanced yes. as we are now.
0: It's a crazy thought. So, you? Yeah. But it could be...
1: It it's pro- it's pro- It has to be. For them to have that knowledge, we just have to stop being egotistical and assume that they were at least,
2: mm-hmm.
1: at least, as good as we are.
2: Well,
0: yeah.
1: Because have we done that? We have not aligned.
0: We threw stuff at space.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they did that too. But what's interesting enough is that we haven't done that, but I'm sure we could. It's probably really easy for us to build three buildings following orion or something like that you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: like it's probably really really ridiculously easy
0: who says we haven't
1: there are clever things i love some of the buildings in new york that are angled in such ways so that they look like different structures that's cool yeah i guess if an alien were to like travel and they'd be like wow these people are serious they, mm-hmm. they'd see that and still be pretty impressed i guess art does that in general right
2: Mm-hmm.
1: science and art that's it the conveyance of, of intellect. Anyways, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. There was way more, but it's it's too much. It's just too. It's too much to be coincidence. An excessive amount. A ridiculously excessive amount to be coincidence. Mm-hmm. But
0: there's no proof of anything.
1: <laughs> there's no proof of any. I mean, they all do fall on that line, and that line is the problem. Yes. Is it's all provable, but what does it mean, really? That's that's the yes, problem.
0: Yes. Well, what does it mean? mean? <laughs>
1: A bunch of coincidences, but okay. But so what? they were probably really advanced. Okay.
0: And what? Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. This is fascinating, but okay, great.
0: When they will find their rocket.
1: Yeah. I just love that it does reframe how we think of them, though. Mm. To have proof that they were at least as developed as we are.
2: Mm hmm.
1: It's like, oh, I pictured what they pretend when they show us in movies. I guess. Definitely wrong. Definitely wrong. You know, they were, oh, doing the the, the mm-hmm. Egyptian dance when they walked and they only drew on walls because they didn't have writing yet or something. And it's like, nah, bro. They know the speed of light, do you? No. Like, what?
2: That's so crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it is what it is. Anyways. Anyways. Just thought that was interesting and very weird. So, I hope you enjoyed that information that i stumbled upon Me maybe or the I'll, audience
0: yeah, i did <laughs> all of the above
1: um but yeah uh, maybe i'll do the rest of it eventually it's just so much i just kept falling down this rabbit hole i don't know how i landed there I but it was it. fascinating and i don't know what the point of it is there's probably a point to it it just kept going <laughs> so there's way more to look into do it but it. it literal just portals into websites of documents completely just documenting anything and everything surrounding all of the details, surrounding all of the civilizations and all of the monuments and all of the structures. It's like real complicated deep dive that's it's happening. it's interesting. There. It is. It looks like thousands of pages worth of work, though. It's pretty cool. But yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that. I hope everybody, the audience, you and uh, you guys should look into it really weird
0: really weird and we have other weird episodes there are many space related episodes, probably
1: space there's also ancient civilizations yeah ancient civilization episodes
0: space episodes many
1: space episodes
0: aliens
1: that was actually one of the theories for the pyramids i really got i really fell into those pyramids i was so obsessed with the pyramid. it's so complicated um the suggestions would be they either possessed knowledge themselves That was beyond our current understanding of who they were. Or they saw something that was beyond both their and our understanding of what was possible. Hmm. And they recorded that without knowing what it meant. Maybe they saw the equations and were sophisticated enough to break it apart and put it down in something like the pyramids without knowing what they were doing. Maybe mm. it, that was their attempt at figuring it out. Make it bigger so I can... Re- oh, not big enough? Make it bigger. Let's see what we get.
0: <laughs>
1: just people trying to figure things out.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that could be it. Hmm. Those are
1: uh-huh. some of the theories. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know. Go to the socials. Inform us. Go to uh, Twitter. Instagram. Uh, TikTok. Just ConvoPod.
0: Pod. to to subscribe, rate, and review the show.
1: Yes. And tell us about not tell us about it i guess tell your homies about the show word of mouth is overpowered talk to them inform them be like bro you like weird things here check this out
0: if they're not weird they can still check us out
1: check us out anyway
0: this has been the rambling podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening Bye. bye Everyone loves. We What was that movie that everyone's crazy about, too, because of the memes? um, The Bird Box?
1: The Bird Box? Yeah, we we got to that after yeah. the memes.
0: Oh, we did? Oh, crap. We're never... Did we watch it before <laughs> the memes? I think at the same time. I th- I'm i not sure, though. We might have been late, too. No, we I think, actually,
1: everything? I saw the trailers to it.
0: And then you are like, we're going to watch this. Yeah, we got to watch this. We watched it. We
1: watched it.
0: But there's not many times we watch things when everyone else is watching it.
1: Well, actually, I think we watched that the day it came out. So we were like, there's no no hype around it.
0: It had to be like the day after, because I remember like everyone posting something about it. Oh, but it could have been after.
1: Yeah, I think so. Like right after. So I'm not sure. Either that or people were talking about it and... Like, I didn't, like, they, maybe they were talking a lot about the movie, but they, they weren't discussing any part of it. No. And they were, and I was like, fuck, everybody's talking about this, so we gotta watch. We gotta go in blind. Did I say that about that movie? I think so. Like you gotta go in blind and find out what the big deal is about, no judgment. Mm-hmm. This turned out to be great.
0: It oh, did. Who knows? And I know people that didn't like that movie, ah, uh, but yeah. I liked it. It was good.
1: It was pretty good.
0: Pretty good movie.
2: Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night.
0: Good morning. Good Good afternoon. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed
2: by Amber Black.